0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Supplies to Greenside. This week, I'm going to be talking again about another tournament that I played in um, and kind of how I prepped for that and everything. Um, Don't know where medicine's taken me yet, um, and so we're still playing in golf tournaments and just living life for the time being. So I played in the uh, County Amateur back home where I'm from. Um, That's, you know, where all of my permanent address and everything is, so still was eligible to play in that. Um, it's at a course that I've played many times before, called Carolina Country Club. It's actually one of the host courses for the BMW Charity Pro-Am, which is a Corn Fairy Tour event as well. Um, I've played there a lot of times over the years, back in high school and various tournaments and all kinds of things. And it's a course that I've played okay at sometimes, and I've not played so well other times. And um, you know, obviously my game's in a different state now, so um, you know I just kind of looked at it a little bit differently this time. Um, obviously, you know, having won the RDU event and been playing well and hitting the ball really well, um, you know, I was pretty hopeful that I could continue that as we uh, went into this event as well. So um, I had a uh, yardage book. I bought one from uh, PuttView, which is pretty accurate. It's not super accurate. Some of the greens have changed there, um, and I'm not sure if that's really been updated in PuttView's books or not. But in any case, Um, I had that in hand already, um, and kind of had prepped my way through the book. I know the course pretty well. Like I said, played there a few times, so I knew the whole layouts and kind of where I needed to hit it and everything. The biggest challenge was I knew was going to be some of the tees and everything. Um, Leading up to this, as I've talked about before, um, I know that I followed Decade Golf on Instagram and some of those tips and everything. You know, in the prior tournament, talking about. Uh, swinging aggressively to a conservative target. Um, I did do the pr- free trial of decade right before this event, um, mainly because I, I just don't have the money right now to actually pay the full amount for a decade. But um, a lot of the, you know, even just the free trial stuff was, I felt pretty helpful as far as how to attack the golf course um, and just kind of playing to your strengths and, and using more strategy to try to figure out exactly uh, what's going on. So some of those things were relying on like shot dispersion, for example. So understanding um, kind of what your window is going to be as far as where you're going to miss the ball with various irons and stuff, and basically not going at pins and allowing your shot variants to allow you to hit the ball close to the hole, and then capitalizing on those times whenever they happen. So I knew the golf course was going to be set up relatively short at around 6,600 yards or so. I know that the way that a lot of the holes lay out, you just really can't hit driver. There's creeks and things that come across some of the holes uh, that are definitely reachable with driver. Kind of worked out for me because I wasn't hitting driver super well as it was. Um, The unfortunate thing was right before the event, I actually figured out that I had cracked my Three wood, So I had to kind of rush to find a new three wood, which was a little bit of a hassle just because of the specs that I needed. Um, but I ended up finding one in the nick of time, literally bought it the day before I drove down um, and use that for the entire tournament. And I probably hit driver each of the days, maybe four or five times. Um, but I thought that for me, it was really important to make sure that I was putting myself in a good position off the tee and trying to play to my strengths. So the way that I thought about things was if I had a really wide fairway or somewhere that I was gonna leave myself with, like a shot that I felt uncomfortable with as far as distance would go then I would maybe risk it with the driver. But the shorter club that I used, the narrower I felt that the fairway was. So if I used three wood, I felt like I was narrowing the fairway quite a bit as far as like where my window to miss was gonna be. Um, And the same way with like if I had to use a hybrid or something like that. And the whole goal was basically to try to get the ball to somewhere that I felt comfortable. So I was feeling really good about like 120 yard shots, 108 yard shots. you know, 60 yards and in hitting like dead hand wedges and just trying to get the ball close to the hole. And so that's kind of the way that I strategized for the whole tournament, really. um, Starting with the practice round was just trying to figure out like, is three, we're going to work on this hole. Should I try to hit driver? You know, when would I hit driver instead? Um, And then another thing that I really focused in on was actually writing down like every single shot that I hit in the tournament. So Uh, in the back of the yardage book there's like a big notes page and on that notes page I have practice round round one two and three like what I hit off the tee where the pin was how far I had to the hole what shot I hit next and then of course like fairways greens and putts and it was really nice to have that because I actually referenced it a few times throughout my rounds um, especially on Saturday and Sunday because I know on on Saturday um, you know I had one 56 into the 12th hole. And I hit seven iron because the wind was in my face. Now I pulled it a little bit. Um, but I knew that that was, you know, the right club for the shot. And then on Sunday I had 156 again on that same hole. The tees were different. The pin was different, but the yardage was the same, but there was no wind. And so I decided, well, if I hit seven iron that day and it was a good number and the wind was in my face, if there's no wind, then eight iron should be fine. And kind of looking at the different holes that way. And just kind of referencing, like, you know, what did I do here? How good of a shot did I hit? Um, you know, is this going to be the right club? And I think through that reasoning, that helped me to really feel more comfortable with the shot at hand. Um, the first day it was a three day event. So the first day was on Friday. Um, unfortunately I didn't play super well on Friday. I shot 79. Um, I know where all of my shots were that I lost. Um, I had three, three putts. Um, And then I made a a not so great double on number eight. I just hit it really far left and kind of bladed something across the green from a not great lie and kind of just kind of went from there. And then on 14, I hit driver and hit it out of bounds um, and ended up with a double bogey on that hole as well. But so I knew where all my shots were. Um, I still was kind of getting a little wipey with my tee shots, which was annoying. And so that round was pretty early in the day. And so after the round, I went to the driving range for like 45 minutes and worked on um, my Balls, uh, mainly the three wood and the driver. I did hit some irons and stuff too. And then I putted for about 30 or 45 minutes and really felt like I had gotten that to a better place uh, for playing the next day. So then on Saturday, uh, that was an afternoon round. Um, so we went out a little bit later. I was looking at the scores and I saw that the course was playing a little bit tougher. I felt like the scores were a little bit higher than they were on Friday. Um, but, you know, I just kind of went out there and focused again on just trying to hit it in the fairway, get the ball to a place where I felt comfortable and felt strong about it. Um, and eventually, you know, made my way around. I made birdie on number four, which is a pretty long par five. Um, and then, uh, I made birdie on seven as well and shot 34 on the front nine. Um, and then unfortunately I had a three putt bogey on 12, which I kind of figured was going to happen at some point, like. I was playing super well. I knew I was going to make bogey at some point. And on 12, you know, that was the shot that I, I pulled that seven iron and it was just really far away. And, you know, statistics show that even, you know, scratch golfers are going to three putt outside of 35 feet. Uh, I think it's like 25% of the time or something. And that's how far it was. So didn't really think too much about that. Um, you know, I got, I am got up and down, I think on uh, 14 or 15, um, and then I made birdie on sixteen to get back to two under par for the round. Um, and then parred 17, and then I got to eighteen, which is a little bit of a dog leg right. There's water down the right side. Um, it's a fairly short par five. Uh if you can get the ball into the right place, you can get about 170, 180 into the hole. Um, I hit mine into uh some ground under repair that was kind of near the water. Took a drop. It wasn't really a great lie. I ended up kind of you know, blade cutting that ball into the water and I made bogey. Um, And so I ended up shooting 71, which I was pretty disappointed about because I felt like I should have shot 70 slash should have at least had a putt on the last hole for 69. But, you know, be that as it may, the only good news about that was that um, on the last day they flight everybody. So, you know, I was plus six. I was out of the possibility of winning the entire event. Um, but what they do is they'll take, uh, I think it's about 10 players or so at a time. It kind of just depends on the scores, but, um, and they'll do what's called flight them. And basically it just makes it so that everybody has a chance to play for something. So I actually was in the top end of the flight, the third flight, which I would have been in the bottom end of the second flight if I hadn't made bogey on 18. Um, and that ultimately set me up to be able to win that flight. And so, You know it was kind of interesting the way that that all played out um and you know the the round on sunday was also very interesting so you know i made um double bogey on the first hole hit my second shot into the sand it was a very fluffy lie it took me two shots to get out of the sand finally get the ball in the green make the putt and make double um i then three putted the second green kind of got things back on track on three had like a nine footer for birdie that i missed um, on four, I went for the green and two, had like a four footer for birdie that I also missed and I'm still a little upset about, but, um, you know, it's what it is. Uh, and then I made bogey on six. I missed the green um, and made bogey there. So I was four over through six holes. And I was kind of looking at the leaderboard. I was looking at the flights and kind of thinking like, you know, I'm probably out of this. Like, it's kind of what it is, like no big deal. And I don't know if it inadvertently kind of freed me up to play a little bit better or what exactly happened, but... Um, after that I made birdie on seven, which was the third day in a row. I made birdie on seven, I two putt part eight, I get to nine and like smoke a drive. The pin was way back in the left. Like it was a really tough pin position. I wedge one to about six feet and I make that one. And then I get to 10, I hit it in the fairway. I hit a pretty decent pitching and wedge and then make like a 15 footer down the hill. Um, and all of a sudden I just went three under par in the last four holes and I'm back to plus one. And I was like, huh, um, there might be a chance that something's actually gonna happen here. And so, um, you know, I get, I make bogey on 11. I then miss like a, another six or seven footer on 12 for birdie. Um, I do the same thing I've been doing all week and I lay up on 13, which is a par five. Um, downhill, over some water, the, the pin, or the green is kind of sticking out into the water. So I'm almost like an island. Um, but I, I make birdie on 13. To get my bogey back and i'm back to plus one um and then i get up and down on 14 and 15 uh and then we get to 16 and there was some possibilities of some thunderstorms but it seemed like they were going to kind of miss us and then on 16 it seemed like there was definitely going to thunderstorm so like it's a downhill par four there's water in front of the green the green's very uh, thin from front to back but it's very wide Uh, and the pin was in the way back right and so like you know, it was so windy that you basically had to hit driver off the tee. And then for my second shot, I had like 170 or something, or 178, I can't remember. But basically, like, I had to just kind of buy my time and try and hit sort of in between wind gusts. Cause, like, if you misjudge one of those wind gusts, you're gonna probably airmail the green cause you have more club in your hand cause you know it's windy. Um, And I had like probably 75 feet or so for birdie uh, from that one and managed to two putt. And then, um, I made par on 17 and then there was a big backlog on 18 cause it's, you know, that shorter par five, like I talked about. And so there's a big backlog there of groups. And so I kind of just look at the leaderboard and I see that there's four people tied first at plus one, me being one of them at this point. Um, and so I know I have to make birdie on 18 to win the flight. And so I hit my drive. Um, it was in the rough on the right, but I had a shot at the green and I was like, you know, let's just give it a try. So I, I take four iron from like 189, uh, and try to go at the green, but I actually pull it so far left that I basically laid up in the fairway and just took the water completely out of play. Um, wedged one up there, um, basically was in the same line as one of my playing partners. I had to move my mark out of the way so that he could putt moved it back. Um, he made his putt. And then I subsequently made my putt to shoot even par, which if you had told me that I was going to shoot even par, Probably even after the double on one, I would have told you you were crazy. Um, But I think all of that said to say, you know, this was one of the first times that I like felt like I didn't really give up on the round. I felt like I kind of just hung in there and was just like, just settle into the round. Like your opportunities will come. Like it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Like you'll be okay. You played here really well yesterday. It's, it's going to be all right. And so like, it was actually really fun to play that way which I haven't really experienced before. And so, you know, having had some of the issues, you know, a few weeks ago where I'm shooting scores in the nineties to now, like, you know, I'm I'm salvaging an even par round after being four over through six holes. Like that's pretty exciting to me. And even just looking back on it, I mean, you know, there's a possibility that that round could have been really, really good without the double and the three putt. And so, um i think that for this event i just did a better job of planning i think that i i kind of thought my way around the golf course a lot better i knew what i was going to do when i walked up to every tee box and if it was different that day then i had to like reason with myself as to why it was different and kind of more or less convince myself that like this was the shot to hit today um But, you know, I just didn't let other people's decisions affect what I was doing. There were a lot of players that I played with that would hit driver when I was hitting three wood and try to bomb it down somewhere. And it just wasn't that wasn't my play. That wasn't what I was going to do. And it's, um, you know, I I played just as well or or better than some of those players that did those those same things. And so I think that for me, it was more of just proof that you don't necessarily have to be aggressive off the tee, Uh, you can play a little bit more conservative and like I don't really like to think of it as playing conservative because I don't think I'm playing that conservatively I think that I'm just playing to a place where I can then be aggressive like I'm playing to a yardage that I feel really good and comfortable with that I have a better chance of hitting it close with rather than trying to like hit a driver somewhere and either being at a weird yardage or being at a weird angle or in some place that like you don't want to be like kind of just playing to safety but also playing to a specific number Um, but I think that overall, like the way that I thought my way around the golf course was much different than I've ever played in the past. And, um, I'm hopeful that I can continue to do some of those things as we move forward. Um, and as I play in the next few events as well, uh, I know I'm going back to that golf course for another tournament at the end of the month. Um, but I have a couple of other smaller events. I've got the PGA team golf on this Sunday. And so I'm still hopeful that I can kind of think my way around the golf course in that way of just like, you know, I could hit driver here and I could hit it way down there, but I could also just hit three wood and hit it to like, you know, 120 yards or 130 yards and hit a pitching wedge in there and probably have like just as much of a chance as trying to, you know, feed some wedge in there and, and try and hit it close. Um, and that was really the other thing too. Like, I didn't feel like I actually went at any pins unless I was like inside of 60 yards. Cause it's kind of hard to not see the pin if you're that close to the hole, but Overall, I felt like I just tried to hit the ball on the green um, with the number that I had. And if it got close, it got close. And if it didn't, you know, just do put and get out of there. So um, I'm really, I'm happy that I kind of figured out the tee ball stuff, figured out the putting stuff and kind of got things back under control um, and played really well over the weekend. I mean, I shot one under over two days, plus six for the tournament, um, you know, won my flight, got some gloves and some socks, um, which, you know, I can always use those and, um, ended up T24 overall for the tournament, which, you know, again, it's not, it's not winning, but you know, a top 25 is, is significantly better than when I've played in stuff in the past. So, um, you know, it's, it's small steps, but it's definitely steps in the right direction. Um, and that's something that I'm, I'm really excited about. Um, but you know, it takes a lot of preparation um, to do what I did. I mean, I was on Google Maps the night before the practice round, like measuring fairway widths and everything to try and figure out like, where's my dispersion lie? And, and, and you know, if I aim here, you know, what are the odds I hit it left or right or, you know, whatever, and stay in the fairway and all that kind of stuff. So it does take a lot more prep work. But I think that like that prep work helps to make better decisions And then that helps you to, uh, to play better. And so, you know, give it a try sometime. Like I said, it, it takes a little bit of work, but if you have a course that you play a lot, um, then all the better because you know the course really well. And so trying some different things off the tee, you know, there might be a hole where, you know, you always hit driver on this hole and you never really play it that well. And, you know, you see types of things and like, maybe try hitting three wood or maybe try hitting an iron off the tee. Um, if you can get away with it and be at a reasonable number, Um, You know, obviously, I don't mean, you know, hitting your 4-iron if it only goes 180 on a 420-yard par 4. Like, that's probably not going to help you out very much. But uh, there's probably some holes where you could get away with hitting some different clubs off the tee and putting yourself in a better position. Because ultimately, you do want to get the ball down the fairway as far as you can, and a lot of rough doesn't really penalize you too much. But sometimes it's the angle, um, sometimes it's just – you know, the way the hole plays and it just, it doesn't really always put you in the, in the best position. And it may not be a comfortable yardage for you. And so trying to figure out those comfortable yardages, trying to figure out like where you want to play to um, is really important. I mean, I know I may have mentioned this before on the podcast, but Dustin Johnson specifically says that he plays away from 60 yards because he doesn't like hitting 60 yard shots and that's fine. Um, But you just have to kind of know like what you want and what you don't want. And, um, play the golf course that way. Um, but I think that overall, like I said, I'm, I'm really happy with where my game is. I'm really happy with the way that uh, the last couple of tournaments have went. Um, and, you know, I think that patience is definitely something that I'm starting to really pick up on a lot more um, as I go along and really starting to understand, like, you know, just kind of plod along by your time um, and continue to play those holes and You know, something else that I've been thinking about a lot recently was that like, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm just playing golf, like it's not nearly as high stakes as some of the stuff that I used to do, um, especially in like medicine and whatnot. And so like, you know, I, if I can do those hard things, then surely I can do this. And I, it's always not so black and white. I I get that, but just trying to think of it in a different light and be a little bit more forgiving, I guess, to myself, um, that you know it's just it's golf it's it's just a game and you know at the end of the day no one's going to get hurt or injured or you know if you don't play well i guess what i'm saying is like nothing really bad's going to happen um other than i'll be disappointed in myself and trust me i've been there plenty of times so um you know just trying to think about things in a little bit of a different light and like i said just trying to prep better for rounds and it paid off and uh that i'm i'm really happy about so um you know, we'll continue on forward and, and, uh, hopefully we'll keep going with this, uh, this better play. So thanks for listening in this week. Um, I hope you have a a great week and weekend. Uh, the Wyndham championship is this weekend. So last bid for everyone to get into the FedEx cup playoffs. Hopefully I can make it out there on Saturday. I'm hoping there's a couple of players that make the cut. And, um, you know, if I see things out there and everything, I'll be able to talk about those next week and just, um, give you some insight from a a perspective, my perspective of uh, what I see with some of those players. So um, we'll look forward to next week and uh, thanks for listening in and uh, give us those likes and follows on Instagram and uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. And we will see you next week.